What's good, people? Uncle Hotep. Back again. Episode 8 of Uncle Hotep's podcast. This is Handy Mayhem. What's going on? Um, seems like I'm hitting you guys off on a weekly thing. I was tr- I was trying to get it down to get it up to two uh, podcasts a week, but uh, seems like I'm gonna have to do a weekly thing. But I uh, I try to get as many as I can. I do want to do more. I do want to do at least two two times a week, but I've been on CPT time <laughs> and work got a little bit involved this week, so. I didn't really get a chance to hit up another thing, and then um, like I, I think I mentioned last, uh, I had a had a death in the family. I actually got a funeral tomorrow, so a lot of other stuff was uh, tied up in that. Um, well, let me get it right into. It. I'm just gonna go over some couple things caught my eye this week. One, good old Barry, good old Barry, Barack. Hussein Obama in his Rutgers speech. I think I did a little video on this on my YouTube channel, but what caught my eye, caught several people's eyes, that he's called out Trump supporters in no uncertain terms, saying ignorance is not going to rule the day. (laughs) I find it funny him using this quote-unquote ignorance is ignorance in itself. Now, I, I think he gets a pass because, uh, especially in the black community, he's quote-unquote the first black president. <laughs> I, I, supposedly history. I, I don't know. I don't know for a, a fact, but I have people tell me he isn't the first black, but that's a different story. But he seems to get him pass, and me being Uncle Hotep, I ain't gonna give Barry a pass. I'm not gonna give him a pass. I'm gonna judge him for his job performance, which he should be judged by. He shouldn't be judged for having dinner dances. He shouldn't be judged by having rappers in the White House. He shouldn't be judged by doing the salsa when he went down Cuba. He shouldn't be judged by he's looking the flyest in the White House. He shouldn't be judged by playing basketball in the White House. He should be judged by his job performance. Now, when you ask the Akata about Barry's job performance and you point out some inconsistencies, they always say, well, uh, it's all fixed. It's all it's the Illuminati and he's just following orders, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Which all could be true. I remember I, I work in a, uh, for a foreign company. I mean, no, well, not foreign company. Uh, the base is over in Europe, but they have several offices over in the United States. And uh, European is a little bit sharper than the... Uh, Intellectually, than the typical American, and one of my bosses was, and I was, we were talking. He loved to talk politics. I talk politics with him, and uh, we we're talking about presidents. <laughs> and uh, and I mentioned something about Obama, and I said, uh, 
I got he, well, he's got to go talk to his boss. <laughs> and uh, my manager goes, my former manager, he was like, oh, you mean the president's president. <laughs> and yeah, that was a great way to put it. That, um, even though, quote unquote, it gets portrayed in American media as the leader of the free world. The leader of the free world has a boss. Quote unquote, the president's president. Now, what I find crazy that he can call someone ignorant is his worst slip up since an office, other than other than pandering to the LGBT community and not doing nothing for the African American community except give these Negroes trap phones. The biggest problem I have with him is his foreign policy and how he tried to finesse getting Assad out of Syria. When he tried to use finesse getting Assad out of Syria, he gave weapons to terrorists. And that's that's without question. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's the facts on the ground. His moderate opposition is quote-unquote terrorist. Just like we used Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan, these Al-Nusra groups, Daesh, ISIL, ISIS, whatever you want to call these cats. I mean, these cats are terrorists. And his foreign policy by arming terrorists is the definition of ignorance. And the average Trump supporter, the people I've seen online, the people that follow me, the people I follow on Twitter, the Trump supporters, they all know this. So for him to call Trump supporters ignorant is, my goodness, it's a stretch. If anything, I think the Trump supporters are highly highly intelligent and highly involved in especially our foreign policy and, and especially our immigration policy and how that affects our our economy and our and the well being of uh, people that work overseas and soldiers and stuff like that and how it even affects terrorism. Um you're sitting there arming these people. You don't know where, what they're doing with these guns. You don't know what they're doing with these weapons. You don't know what they're doing with these explosives. You're giving it to these fools. And then they're they're so half-assed, can't fucking fight. You give them these weapons and they can't take down Assad. This is the worst, this is the worst plan I've ever seen in my life. If you're if your president if the president's president told you to take out Assad, this is the dumb shit you came up with. Giving your giving weapons to Habib and them, and hoping they can tear up Syria, so you you can either cut it in, in quarters or you can outright take Assad out of the power. Barry. That's the epitome of ignorance. So, 
you got to come better with that. If that's this is your way of trying to tip the scales in the election, it ain't going to work, man. <laughs> if it, it ain't going to work at all. I know you, you got a job to do, man, but you might as well relax. Kick back your feet up like you've been doing and fighting this goddamn transgender war and uh, count the days off. Count the days till you're out of office. Please, Barry. Do it for Andy. Do it for Uncle Hotep. <laughs> um, we had a couple more Negro false flags, man. <laughs> the Akata is still trying to run game on the media and everybody else by running racial false flags. I don't know why or how or who's telling these Akatas to try this shit. I told y'all to stop the bullshit. You didn't listen to Uncle Hotep. I told y'all to stop. Y'all did it in Albany. You did it in Missouri. They didn't catch you. I knew that was bullshit. One guy said it. Uh, uh, somebody called him nigger on, on campus. He went on a hunger strike. Somebody should have called you out on that bullshit. You're lucky the football team getting involved or they would have called you out on bullshit. Albany, three girls said they got beat up or punched or assaulted because of their skin color. Goddamn videos was on the bus. Showed them they, they attacked first. They're going through a grand jury. And just recently, Marcus Owens out in Iowa Running around, starting fights <laughs> around campus. Three or four places. He goes on, t goes to tells and say that they were calling him racial slurs. He goes up, shows photos of his face. He got his teeth cracked, nose, lip bloody. They go and do some investigations. This guy was just running around instigating. Running around picking fights. Like what's wrong with y'all? If you if, if you can't find racism, you guys will invent the shit? <laughs> and then you got your ass kicked in the process? Jesus Christ. <laughs> One, you need to take your black card. You need to take your black card, Marcus Owens. You need to take it because, one, you ain't supposed to make believe, oh, you get your ass kicked. It's a racial attack. Two, you should, you, you, you're getting it, your, your card pulled for getting your ass kicked. How many fights you want to get at one night? This guy got in like four fights. Like, what's wrong with this guy? What was you going through, Mr. Marcus Owens, that... You go from bar to bar, place to place, and get in the fights. Drunk as hell. You must have been high off that molly. You must have been under some other, other influence or something. I refuse to believe you just got drunk. Had a couple shots of fucking Jack Daniels or whatever, or Henny. You don't look like a Henny drinker. And I, I don't know if you was a Henny drinker in Iowa. You had a couple shots of that Henny. And you went around, got fired up, and went around and fought three separate fights. 
You probably lost all goddamn three of them. I don't know if you got got it in on a couple of them, and, and one one of the white boys tuned your ass up, or you it was just even Steven. You just got caught, or you might got your ass beaten all three. <laughs> you might have been getting your ass beaten all three, and and, <laughs> and you <laughs> you got your ass beat the first time, and said fuck it, I'm gonna fight somebody until I get a win, and you just got your ass beat fucking two more fucking times, Jesus. Black people gotta stop that bullshit, man. Stop the bullshit. This is this activist generation trying to get famous, trying to get likes, all off, quote unquote, in racism. And if you can't find racism, you'll vent racism. What is wrong with y'all, man? Never my life have growing up have I've heard black folks do this. Now another one I don't know if you guys heard Home Deep that has everybody going crazy. This black lady in Home Depot black student. She's about to graduate and of course her media journalism is her uh is her um study courses she goes works at Home Depot on the side you know what I mean working through school salute her for that she has a white hat on and the hat says America was never great or was it America was never great again or America was never great and their America was never great hat. A play on make America great again hat that Trump is using as his campaign slogan. Earlier this week, um, somebody, a customer, saw the hat and took a picture while she was at a cash register. <laughs> The picture goes viral. Now she's saying she's getting death threats. And she might get fired from her job. She took a couple days off. Um, People are calling up Home Depot talking about they're going to do customer boycotts. I don't know what happened. This could be another false flag. <laughs> like if I didn't see her, her, uh, she was trying to get in media. She's about to ready to graduate. She probably just wore it, told somebody to take the picture, had that picture, somebody posted online, and some Trump fanatics. There's some Trump fanatics out there. I ain't gonna lie. You know, I'm, you know, I'm voting for Trump, but there's some fanatics out there. Some fanatics out there took the bait and ran with it. I just don't know. She says she's been wearing that. And, uh, she said that some of her coworkers have Trump pins, 
not hats, but pins. They don't wear their hat. They wear the MAGA hat. They wear the pins. So she said, screw it. She's going to wear her, her hat. Um, she says in her opinion of America, the point of the hat was to say America needs changing and improvement. Um, I don't think it's a positive message to say, let's look to the past. I don't hate America. I know there are lots of opportunities here. I just wish we would worry about making America better, not great again. Those are her words. Um, it's a campaign slogan. Um, and it's catchy. It worked. It has worked. As you can tell, he's uh, won the, all but won the Republican nomination. So I, I don't know why people get caught up with that campaign slogan. Especially black folks, man. Black folks always get on to the into that. They They'll say it was never great because of slavery. They'll say it was never great because of segregation. They'll say it was never great because of the eighties crack era. Meanwhile, we have, there is uh, some blacks in America that were, that did great and did great during those times. Um, just because it's played up, the slavery thing is beat into your heads. It doesn't mean America was never great. I mean, you got to take things in context. I don't know why people can't do that. Um, this is a lady that's about to... I, I, what I'm saying is about the, the false flag. I can't. The timing is impeccable. She's grad, about to graduate in two weeks in media studies. And wants to pursue a career in music, radio, social media, or journalism. What a better way to springboard your career. Than being at the center of a controversy. I'm sure Huffington Post is knocking at her door right now. <laughs> I bet you Huffington Post is like ringing her bell, calling her phone like, yo, do you want a gig? You know what I mean? I, I, I just find it funny. I think, I think, I think somebody pulled, they pulled this off. She had help and pulled this off. Because it's kind of, it's kind of shaky. It's really kind of shaky. And it's been a lot, man. Like those couple ones I named, there's been more. There's uh, one lady was sending texts uh, in another college. It was earlier this year saying, screw, screw uh, niggers or some shit like that. And then found out she was the one that did it. It was a black girl that did it. So you got to be careful of that in these days. You got to like... I'm not saying somebody didn't take the bait and and and, and uh, threaten her, but if she has the right to wear the hat, and, and I hope Dean Thomas is saying she shouldn't have wear the hat anyway because it's quote unquote a political hat, and they don't want people to express their political views. Like most companies have that kind of uh, rule, but she's trying to say because there was Trump pins, she could wear that and. Blah, 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 blah. You don't know. Whatever. Maybe somebody was letting it slide. Or maybe probably people weren't even seeing it. If she saw it, she might have, should have complained about it. 
But I don't know. It, it just looks a little sketchy to me. So. I wish people would stop doing it. I wish people, blacks people start doing that. Because when things really happen, it's going to make it look bad. And it's going to people, people, it's like the boy that cried wolf. Y'all going to keep keep up with this BS. And when shit, some shit really go go down, when you need some help, people will, will turn a blind eye to it. Because they're going to think y'all was with the bullshit anyway. Now back to this Akata. Black Panther movies, I think, starting, I think, start shooting next year, twenty seventeen or this year, this June. I can't remember. I've seen it on a tweet, but man, <laughs> I've never seen a more hyped movie in the black community than a Black Panther. These Negroes are hype to death to see the Black Panther. That little uh, bit that he was in, oh, he had a decent role in the uh, Captain America uh, movie. Um, he had a decent part. He was an integral. He was actually an integral part of it. Um, um, the scene started uh, really kicking off when his dad got uh, his dad died. He went through the explosion, and him fighting uh, Bucky and Captain America that was a major part of the scene. It was one of the better parts of the movie. But if you can gauge the excitement, man, it's through the roof. Every other bio on Twitter has got some Wakanda shit or T'Challa, this, that, and the third. And man, they're saying this is an important film for this generation to have. <laughs> it may or may not be. Um. I think you should just look at it as entertainment. You shouldn't be looking to these movies to be anything. I mean, you can take motivation out of some things, but you should get your motivation from other forms because you don't know what's the exact purpose of some of these movies because this is how they get a lot of bullshit across into society, and this is how they brainwash a lot of folks. You can say that's hotep or conspiracy, whatever, but it is what it is. Then that's the goddamn truth. You should just take it as entertainment. Y'all taking this shit way too fucking serious, man. Just way too fucking serious. Um, I hope it's a good film. Um, I was a casual reader of Black Panther growing up. I really didn't. I really didn't buy too many Black Panther uh, comics. Um, my favorite was. Uh, I used to read the Legion of Superheroes. Um, it's a DC book. That was probably my favorite, um, along with Thor. Um, I did. I mean, everybody read the X Men. I had a. I think when John Bryan, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, when he drew the uh, and Chris Claremont when they were artist, artists and Rem, John Romita. I think I watched, uh, I uh, was into um, X Men a little bit, but they were nowhere near my favorite. It was. It was between the Legion of Superheroes and uh, and Thor. Um, but occasionally I would read some uh, Black Panther stuff, especially when he got 
when they crossed over into like Avengers and stuff like that. So I mean, I didn't really get caught up into um oh there's a black uh, or uh superhero and let me uh look at that. You know what I mean? I I, I don't know. Say I want to say I was woke from uh when I was little, but if I didn't really pay it too much. I didn't really. I'm not gonna like see if the Black Panther was in in a, in a in a comic book. Like it was, it did something. It wouldn't do anything to my self esteem. It didn't really matter to me. It's like it was imaginary escape. You know what I mean? That helps me with imagination. It didn't put that battery in my back and made me feel better about myself because there was this black man who was saving the world and shit like that, or saving. Saving the, the country of Wakanda and stuff like that, or that this black guy was, uh, was a super genius, and they had a city in this country in Africa had all these resources and this vibranium, and they were an important part of the world stage. And that I think that didn't mean anything to me. Um, and this shit was make believe. Um, I didn't. I'd rather see this stuff in real life instead of. I was more impressed with stuff in real life and real life actually happens than what in the goddamn comic book. But it seems like today these, they got to see it. This generation feels it's so important for this make believe stuff. Like all the, every film has to have a certain number of uh, (laughs) minorities in it. Um, Wanting Idris Elba to be 007 all this, this stuff, this stuff is needless. It's entertainment. It's 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 trivial. Um, when you had a hard day's work, or when you want to kick your feet up, this, then you want to watch some of this entertainment. This isn't important. What you do in your home and how and being role models to kids is what's important. Not not a goddamn TV screen. This is this is it's incredible. These people, this Akata, he'll actually, I, I bet you, I bet money when Black Panther comes out, these Akatas are going to be so wide open over this movie. They're going to think Wakanda is a real country in Africa, and they'll probably try to get <laughs> book a flight to go to Wakanda. A um, uh, uh, make-believe, a mythical, it's not even mythical, it's in, just in a Marvel Universe country in Africa. I bet you some of these Akata is going to be so wide open over this film. They're going to want to book a flight to Wakanda. Mark my words. Fave this. Do what you ever got to do. But remember I said it. <laughs> they wide open. They're going to think this is a more important movie than Malcolm X. I bet, I'm telling you. Don't think I'm lying. I'm not lying. If you just look at these people's bios, you'll see a whole bunch of T'Challa's and Wakanda's and Black Panther's. Now, everybody's a goddamn comic book fan from the jump. And (laughs) now it's the most important thing in the world. It's a goddamn comic book. It's all it is. Relax. I got to get into just Zimmerman. I know I'm talking about this Akata. Akata. Let's got to talk about Jerusalem. Now, I don't know what happened that night. 
like I do, I mentioned racial false flags that the Negroes was pulling. If you ask me my first reaction, this was a racial false flag to stir the pot. This is how they get things going, jumping in societies. If you if you take a look at it like a timeline, a racial timeline of where racial I don't know how you can keep track of this. You probably can like you probably could probably could take a track of it by like um, social media and uh, certain words and stuff like that. But if you want to look like a, 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 a racial timeline where racial tensions started really happening, it probably would start at the Zimmerman trial and Trayvon Martin. Now, like you, like I said, if you ask me. I, what is what I think happened? I think he baited him. And Trayvon took the bait. Started tussling. Zimmerman knew he had the hammer on him. Trayvon hit him a couple times. That's what he get, I mean, he got bloodied up a little bit. I ain't going to say it was life-threatening. But I'm not... You can't say that. I mean, any fight you can say is quote-unquote life threatening to be honest i mean you can get hit one time and die or fall and die and fall break your neck and die so i mean i don't know what the legal term is but whatever i think he baited him trayvon took the bait and he he bought the hammer out on him. I, that's what i think happened now does that make him guilty or not guilty of anything i mean i don't know I didn't know uh, Zimmerman was the son of a judge. <laughs> that 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 puts a little more uh, solidifies my th- uh, thinking on that. But Trayvon shouldn't took the bait. If you want to be perfectly honest. Now I know a lot of people get into his, his living situation and his. I think he was living with his grandma. He wasn't living with. His, Mom had kicked him out. His dad was living with somebody else. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I'm sure that happens with a lot of people. A lot of uh, black kids around America. And that's a sad thing. But Zimmerman, and that's why I've seen it, it was a. Uh, in my opinion, was a racial false flag. Now he last week he uh, he auctioned off his uh, his gun. I think he sold for one hundred twenty thousand or something like that. And he's just stoking these racial tension flames. Because if you go into any like forum or Facebook, and Negroes is mad. They want to stalk who bought the gun. I come you, you cats serious? Ignore this shit. He's only saying stuff like this, and then he, he's only saying stuff like this just to get a rise out of black America. That's why I'm thinking, like, this has got to be a false flag. <laughs> because he's he's doing it like it's his job. Like, it's his job to annoy Negroes and stick it in their faces to get y'all mad to raise the racial tensions in this, in this country. You might be saying, hey, Uncle Hotep, you're smoking that shit again. 
you're off on the conspiracy theory again. Hey, that's just how I see it. I see it, all this Black Lives Matters and these racial stuff. This was, to me, in my opinion, this was just to get Hillary in the fucking White House. And when this, once this election is done, they'll go back to fucking normal with their bullshit. But my other thing I don't understand is why the Akata falls for the Zimmerman troll job every time. Zimmerman is still breathing. The Akata doesn't have the balls to come go see him. But they had the balls to shoot each other in Chicago every night. But they swear they, something needs to happen to George Zimmerman. But they don't have the balls to do it. Goddamn shame. It, <laughs> it boggles my mind. If y'all hate this man so much. Either do something to him or ignore him. Do one another. You can't do either. I ignore him. I don't even care what he does. Like that he that he sold this gun for $120,000. That didn't bother me one bit. That doesn't change my world one bit. And I don't know why people can't get that through their head. Acting like, oh, I hate it. There's not a more person in the world I hate more than George Zimmerman. Oh, George Zimmerman needs to be shot. Oh, George Zimmerman needs to be this. George Zimmerman needs to be that. You're giving George Zimmerman all this energy. Why? If you hated George Zimmerman, this is what it <laughs> what cracks me up about black America. If you hate something so much, why do you consistently talk about it? I'm in this Facebook group, and sometimes, and it's supposed to be black conversation. Sometimes, I don't know who, what, <laughs> what black conversation is being had, because some, some days, 100% of the post is about white people. Now you all the same <laughs> the same people talk about white supremacy day in and day out. But when it comes to talking about something, this is what you talk about. Are you feeding white supremacy by you talking about it? It seems that way to me. Y'all gotta get it together, man. Jeez. <laughs> Y'all people crazy, man. It's hard being hotep out in these streets, man. It's really hard being hotep out in these streets. I want to take it to sports and wrap this up. <laughs> My Sixers got the number one pick. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um... It's been brutal being a Sixer fan. Like, I've been a Sixer fan since way, way back. Mo Cheeks. And I remember when Mo Cheeks dunked uh, in that Lakers series. But uh, 
I've been through the old Iverson era. It's been rough being a Sixer fan, but um, you got Ben Simmons or Brandon Ingram. Now I don't know who to pick. I'd rather almost have Ingram, but if Simmons can get any semblance of a jump shot, he'll be a real deal player. Um, I'm not saying Simmons is uh, LeBron tier, but I think he can be pretty close, and he's he's a little be a little bit different player because I think he's. Because he's 6'10", and I think he'll be able to get a lot more boards. And But his handle is great for his... Man, it's unbelievable his athletic ability for his size, and he can run the floor. But as a basketball player, I think he's kind of suspect because I don't think he'll have the moves. Um, he doesn't definitely doesn't have the jumper. I don't know how many threes he made this year, but it wasn't a whole hell of a lot. Um, it seems like he gets away with a lot with his athletic ability, and... When you get to the next level, that's going to even out a little bit. But if you go with Brandon Ingram, you can see he has uh, NBA range. Um, he can put the ball on the floor. He looks like he can score. He's good. He has great wingspan. Uh, his arms are a little bit longer than uh, Simmons. And uh, he played in the bigger. Neither one of them like held it, held it down. You know what I mean? Um, even though you're in, you're in college, Simmons didn't have a great team, and uh, Ingram he they made it to they made it to the tournament. I think they I don't know if they won a game or they got out they got out early, so it wasn't like he did a whole lot. He didn't carry his team deep. Um, what I hope would happen that they can get Simmons, trade Okafor <laughs> to um to the Lakers and get Ingram as their second pick and maybe give them next year's pick or and give them some of the later first round picks and then they can go from there. Um, but it's going to be exciting in Philadelphia again. See some basketball. So hopefully, I don't know. I think they'll, go, they'll have to go pick with Simmons. Um, Brett Brown, he coached his father in Australia. That's where uh, Simmons is from and It'll be a good story, I guess. <laughs> but Simmons can play. So there's things looking up in Sixer Land. Um, that's it, man. Like I said, I gotta go to a funeral tomorrow. And, sheesh. and uh, hopefully I'll have some stuff coming up. I'll, I got some big things maybe I got going on Monday. So I'll, uh, next podcast, I'll tell you, tell you guys about that and how it went down. Um... So I'll get, I'll check you guys out next week, uh, guys and girls next week. Um, so if you get a chance, follow me on Twitter and uh, like and subscribe on YouTube channel. Uh, Handy Mayhem, Uncle Hotep, signing off. Peace.